0: Welcome back to the power of Joy moving you from uncertainty to empowerment. I'm Anne Scotland. Thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, please uh, like and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on today. And I'm so happy to have you here because I have a special guest today, uh, Will Caminada, who I'm so grateful to have here. Will is a spiritual guide, an author, a singer-songwriter. And he offers guidance and healing and support through the power of meditation and breathwork and music and words. And I can't think of a better fit to talk to us today about joy and more ways to move away from fear and suffering and towards joy. Uh, Will, you were born in Brazil, is that right? Yes. And you've worked in various countries, I think you said uh, England, Thailand, Germany, the US, and I know you've gained a wealth of experience um, in all those places. So welcome, so happy to have you here.
1: Thank you, Anne, for having me, (laughs) it's a pleasure.
0: And um, today I think we're going to talk about emotional healing, um, especially through heart opening, and um, how that can move us closer to our joy, away from our fear and suffering, um, finding emotional healing out of that fear and suffering and moving to a, pay, a place of more contentment and joy. Um, tell me a little bit um, about your work and what you got, what got you excited about doing this in the first place?
1: Yes. Well, I think that what got me here today was definitely my passion for art um as you mentioned i'm I'm also a singer songwriter so ever since i was little i loved art and that was my passion and i had dreams um, still have dreams uh, but you know i had those dreams to become a singer and songwriter so i guess that's what led me to go to other countries and pursue music and i think in that pursuit i found myself like my my soul because i started doing a lot lot of like healing work and inner work and i started having a consistent spiritual practice and then from that point on it was kind of like just a way i just have to find a way to mix uh the art and the the spirituality aspect of it and the teaching as well. So essentially, that's what I do today, I, I help people in their spiritual awakening journey and their healing journey through, like you mentioned, through meditation and breath work, mostly, but also through words, um, and through art, because I'm still writing and um, releasing music. So, yes, I just do a little combo now of all the things that I've um, developed over the years.
0: That's amazing. Um, and, and that's so much what so many people are doing now. And I love it that that so many of us are specializing in multiple ways because um, it really brings so many more aspects to um, our work than just being a teacher or a leader or a healer or a coach, um, um, and adding to that, the other things, whether it's podcasts—I know you do that—writing. Um, um, my my new book, "Live for Joy," which is almost—I think we're like 29 days approximately from launch. So I'm super excited about that. Um, and most of you who follow me have seen me posting about that. My book, "Live for Joy," um, it's full of inspiration and motivation, just helping you to take practical steps to live in your best self. So, um, and then you also have your book, um, Soul Art, is that right?
1: Yes, From Darkness to Light.
0: From Darkness to Light. Okay. Okay. So I see it behind you there. It says Soul Art.
1: art, I have to take off the Soul Art. Oh,
0: okay. (laughs) I got you, got you. Okay. I was just reading it over your shoulder there. I was cheating.
1: (laughs) Just From Darkness to Light,
0: yeah. So, amazing so let's, um, let's jump into, um, have you give us a little bit of information, introduction around um, what you do with heart opening um, and how, how, how healing through heart opening can really help bring us back into our joy. What does that mean? I know you're a spiritual teacher. Um, some of my viewers are spiritual practitioners. Some of them aren't. So tell us a little bit about that and what that means.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, I just wanna preface this by saying that I offer a spiritual perspective on topics. And when we're talking about emotional healing, I'm not talking about healing as in physical healing, although I do believe that the physical issues stem from, from our emotional bodies. But when we're talking about healing, Um, from that more holistic approach. We're talking about the energetic bodies uh, that we have. It's not just the physical body, we have a emotional body, we have a mental body, and we have a spirit. And so it's all about, my definition of healing is the journey into the remembrance of who you truly are, of who we truly Mm. are, which I believe is light and love. Like we all came from that essence of light we all share that one consciousness we are all one obviously we experience this 3d human experience and so we experience separation and duality and all of the things that we've witnessed and we experience Um, and so the healing on a more practical level is just really the undoing of those conditioning and programming that we've been through as a human being Um, and when we're talking about emotional healing it's all to do with the heart Mm -hmm. so and not our heart as in the organ but the energy area in our heart we can also call the chakra so it's all in this in in our chest area and shoulders and and arms and even like our lower throat this is our heart chakra. And so we in a nutshell, we have seven main chakras, they are like energy, energy points in our body in our human system. Each of these chakras, they, they are responsible for a different aspect of our human system and spiritual as well. And so the heart chakra is related to emotions and to love self acceptance, forgiveness. And so as we experience this life and we go through our ups and downs, we experience pain, we we experience trauma, heartbreaks, then we tend to close the heart chakra. We, we tend to close the heart. And when you live from a, a blocked heart or a closed heart life, can get very difficult. And so that's mm-hmm. when we are sort of stuck in that loop of suffering mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we can't really access that love within.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then just to back up a moment, um, I know I'm um, probably most people these days are familiar with, uh, at, least have, at least have a general understanding, if not more of the chakras, but um, these came originally this spiritual, um, the spiritual message was pretty much a formulation of a um, health mind body connection from the East, from from India, uh, correct? Yes, that's
1: okay, correct. Right. Yeah.
0: So that's and so 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 this so this kind of um, description of the mind body soul connection has been around for thousands of years. Um, uh, with yes, you know, the, even the chakras even more.
1: Souls. Because it's wow. it's, um, it's not just a, a, a Hinduism thing. It, it goes way back then because the chakras are also essentially they're like energy points that connect us with the whole universe. Because like even mother earth has chakras in different parts that. of the world. And so other planets also have chakras. So these are points that literally connect all of us, connect the planets and Mm -hmm. connect to the energy Mm -hmm. of the whole universe. We have seven main chakras that they're like the most known ones. We have more, but like in a nutshell, we have the three lower ones um, that are more related to the human aspects of Mm -hmm. our system. Um, like our our primal needs Mm -hmm. to survive as a human being. And then we have the three upper chakras that connect us to the spiritual realm, to our spiritual essence. And so the heart is in the middle. So the heart is really bridging this three lower chakras and the three upper chakras. In other words, it's bridging our humanness with our spiritual selves. It's also bridging emotional emotion with reason ego with spirit masculine energy and feminine energy so really the heart is like i wouldn't say it's the most important because they're all really important so it's all about uh, aligning them but really focusing on your heart because when you open your heart and you have a really healthy balanced heart chakra heart chakra all of these other chakras will align and it's uh-huh. sort of like the portal for you to access more um of the spiritual realm, more more happiness, more joy, and yeah. and more love.
0: That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Um I'm grabbing myself a, a little cough drop here today. I'm not sick. <laughs> there's so much pollen in the air that um I just seem to have this permanent tickle right here. It's been there for yeah, like 3 it's horrible weeks. Yeah. Um so so let me ask you this. So uh, let's kind of go through I guess a bit of a of a scenario. So so say someone emotionally is feeling um, and I know this from working with my own clients too. A lot of people hold this pain. It's like a pressure and pain and tightness, like in the middle of the chest, anywhere from here, which is often like a fear of speaking, to the heart and lungs in the physical body, where it just feels tight and compressed. Or um, a lot of people, I even for myself when I experience anxiety, it's often like right in the sternum, which is I like, sure still part of that. Um, where it just kind of feels like you have this this stone or a golf ball or something that's kind of just stuck. And it's usually when you're feeling, at least for myself and most of the clients I work work with, it's usually when you're feeling emotionally either discouraged or depressed or stuck, which is all of those are a form of suffering, which I think, you know, we kind of forget, you know, we say, oh, we're, you know, I'm a little depressed right now, or But that is definitely a form of suffering. And um, so let's say someone knows they're having an experience in their life right now that where they're stuck. Let's say they have to make a big decision or they are very discouraged with their work or something like that. They kind of know what's bringing the stuck energy or what they think is causing the stuck energy. And it's really interfering with them, really connecting to their joy. So what is involved in, you know, finding like clearing, healing, um, recovery from that kind of practical space?
1: Yeah. Um, I think there are certain things that we experience that, uh, blocks those energy points. Mm -hmm. Um, so what you were talking about, um, it could also be related to the, to the chakra that's lower than the heart, which is the solar plexus, which has mm-hmm. to do with willpower and, oh, and finding right. that inner, inner strength to do things. Mm-hmm. And also, like you mentioned, the throat chakra that has mm-hmm. to do with your authenticity and expression and, and, and really express yourself creatively mm-hmm. as well and Uh so they are all kind of related so that's why Uh i always talk about aligning alignment Uh the heart chakra especially has to do with any kind of unfelt emotions and so Uh that's what blocks the heart suppressing Uh emotions repressing emotions so maybe that one person really loves something else other than what they're doing and they're Uh not being able to do that or Mm -hmm. to express that in in a creative way. And so they're repressing all of that. Anything that is repressive blocks these these chakras. And so especially when we're talking about emotion, emotional healing, anything that is unfelt. And I always say that emotions are just energy in motion. Mm -hmm. It's like literally just energy that comes through you and mm-hmm. wants to leave you, mm-hmm. but sometimes we just hold them. And whenever we, we feel or we don't feel our emotions, those energies just become stagnant in our system. And that's what causes the blockages. And wow. I, I usually talk about the three uns for the heart. And so the first un is unresolved grief. That's one mm. of the things that really causes the heart to be blocked and shut unforgiveness is a big one too. And that's to do with also perhaps guilt and shame Mm -hmm. and unworthiness. That's the Mm. third one. So not feeling good enough, not feeling strong enough or brave enough, not enough in general. So these are the three main things that cause the heart to be shut. And the other side of the spectrum is is true too like some some people feel too much
0: mm, and they have
1: mm-hmm. these they have a really wide open heart chakra mm-hmm. and so the emotions in that case cause overwhelm and so people yes. get lost in that way in those mm-hmm. waves of emotions if that makes sense
0: mm-hmm. now that makes an, an enormous amount of sense um, um. That's incredibly useful. Yeah. So, so even for me, I mean, I have an, a healing empathic nature. I'm very sensitive person to others, to the world around me. So yeah. So whenever I feel that overwhelm in myself, for example, yeah, I get, I get really stuck and it's usually I don't, um, I'll just use myself as a guinea pig example right now. So I don't have a sense of losing in my my life, in my world, my compassion or empathy with others, but I do lose compassion, patience, and empathy and love for myself um, when I get in a state of overwhelm, which I'm thinking too, based on what you just said about the solar plexus for me is usually coming from there probably, um, kind of from a conflict of willpower, um, you know, um, make having to make big decisions, uh, and then, you know, not being sure of a sense of direction once in a while. And then the, getting that emotional stuckness where I just, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like I'm not in the flow. And most of the time I do feel like I'm in a beautiful flow. And I love that. I feel very alive and open. And I think one of the most frustrating things when the, these kind of, emotions, energy emotion happens is when you're in that stuck place, um you don't often know how to get out of it. You know, your the logical mind will say there's nothing, you know, maybe there is something really wrong, or maybe it's not that big a deal. It's it could be either one, right? But either it's a huge thing you can't change, or it's something you can change, but you feel stuck or or powerless. and and then and then how do you move forward from there when you feel like your heart is just kind of frozen? Like how do you create movement?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because, like in very simplistic terms, feeling is healing. Mm. Healing is healing. So like you need to feel uh-huh. in order to heal. Uh-huh. But that can be very difficult for some people
0: mm-hmm.
1: so if I were to just give like a, a, a tip now is the most important thing is self-awareness which is what you're sharing is like where am I in this spectrum am I on the side of the spectrum that represses emotions and feels very like find it very hard to handle emotions mm-hmm. or am I on the other side of the spectrum, the spectrum, meaning I just feel a lot, and I just get overwhelmed and lost in those waves of emotions. Uh-huh. You want to be somewhere in between, meaning you you feel things, you're vulnerable, you you're okay with all of the emotions, whether we perceive them as negative or positive, we just feel them, but we're not taken over by them and we're not repressing them because the more we repress and the more stuck we're going to feel
0: uh-huh. Uh-huh. so
1: that would be the first the first things like where am i in this in this spectrum if i'm someone who represses emotions which is what i used to be in the past there was like a lot of repression um i need to find ways to express those emotions i need to find way find ways to be okay with feeling emotions Mm -hmm. if i'm on the other side of the spectrum meaning i just feel too much i have this we call it overactive heart chakra which Mm -hmm. is just there's so much energy flowing then i need to find my center i need to Mm. which is what i call heart center in both cases we want to find that heart center because when you when you are anchored in your heart center you feel safe to feel emotions and you know your way back to your heart so i know that this may sound like very poetic like what practically is the heart center practically speaking is you you know that you are not your emotions you know that you're not your thoughts you know that even if you're going through an emotional turmoil or you're going through a a hurricane uh, you know in this analogy you you feel safe to go through it because you know that it's it's a temporary Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. moment and you're gonna find your way back into your heart
0: I love that I love that so um, so then moving kind of to your area of specialty, um, you know, when you're helping someone um, kind of move through that space and find that heart healing like what happens or what does that look like? or what would someone, you know, what could someone possibly expect to um, to need to do or bring to the table or, Know when they say they came to work with you and they wanted to work on moving through that stuck space, then what would that look like?
1: Yeah, um, spiritual practice is big, um, there are various ways that you can practice. Um, I work mainly with meditation and breath work, but. You can do meditation, you can do breath work, you can work with sounds, so sound healing. You can work with journaling. Uh, When they come to me, to my sessions or my classes, um, we do breath work and meditation, so it's a combination because Mm -hmm. the breath work helps you release those stagnant emotions. Mm -hmm. It's a very cathartic experience You keep breathing, like the breath is so powerful beyond our understanding. It really sets us in a very deep place where we can sort of like dive deep into our subconscious mind and really like explore those emotions that we perhaps don't allow ourselves to feel.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And so when you get to that place and you just keep breathing, you really essentially, you're really releasing those Mm -hmm. stagnant energies more and more. And people really feel like I feel a lot of energy being released. Sometimes we scream or we sound and we shout. So that's also very healing. There Mm -hmm. are different ways that people experience that that release. Sometimes it's through sound. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's through moving their Mm -hmm. bodies, Sometimes it's even speaking things that they are too afraid to speak out loud. And so when they sort of release those energies, they're cleansing their energetic Uh blockages. And then in the second mm -hmm. part, when we do the meditation, it's where they can really um, be in touch with those deep-rooted emotions. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people experience um, telepathy, Mm -hmm. communication with their beloved ones with their angels, you know, so that's really powerful because you're accessing your inner guidance, like your mm-hmm. inner wisdom. And in a nutshell, that's what the spiritual practice does mm-hmm. is just, it connects you with that inner guidance, with that mm-hmm. inner tuition that we all have.
0: Um, Wow, that's that's very clear. Thank you for explaining it. That it just this is a natural progression. It really makes sense to me. Um, I've done a variety of of breath work in the past, uh, usually guided breath work. So, two questions. The first one is about breath work in section. the section. Second one is going to be about um, if someone doesn't particularly see themselves as a spiritual person, um, how can pre- you know, how can they adapt to practices to make it st- still useful? Um, so with the breath work, um, until people are really used to it, the really in-depth breath work, um, which is a very intense physical experience, not there's relaxing breath work, which is just to still the mind, to be peaceful, to get relaxation, more what people think about kind of as part of sometimes like traditional yoga. Then there's more of what I call as a layperson, but therapeutic breathwork, which is kind of a very intense experience. Um, I know for some people it's hard to get to that experience if they haven't done it a lot without guidance, without someone who's kind of walking either them individually or as a group through. Um, How how would you recommend people kind of adventure into that? Or if they have done it in the past, but they have trouble getting it started um, on their own, what would you recommend?
1: Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because <laughs> breath work is a very broad term. Anything you do with your breath can be considered breath work. And so it's so, it sounds so f- simple, but sometimes we forget that we're breathing and we forget to take deep breaths. I always say take three deep breaths during the day several times. Mm-hmm. And that's breath work. And what this does is it brings you back into the present moment. It regulates your nervous system. And so sometimes you're here in your mind, especially like when we're working and and we might get a little stressed,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: overwhelmed with stuff that we have to do. Just take a minute, three deep breaths. That's your breath work right there. You don't need guidance. It's just you don't need to pay for anything. It's just easy and accessible anytime or as many times as you want. Mm -hmm. Then obviously, if you want to go a little deeper, there are different types of breath work that you can do, even mixing with meditation. And so if anybody's interested in doing this, they can actually just look it up on YouTube, like different techniques, because Mm -hmm. they're very simple. And once you learn how to do them and you feel them in your body, Mm -hmm. you can do it. You can go on and do it on your own, Uh, though. The one that I do, the sessions that I that I offer, I actually advise to to find the guidance, to find either a group or a one on one, because because it's not that the technique itself is difficult. It's not. But. What mm-hmm. happens in your system, what happens in your body, what happens in your mind can be a little bit scary sometimes,
0: mm-hmm. you know, or like you or you just want to stop and you, you know, you're into it for five minutes and you're like, yeah. I don't feel like doing this. I mean, I know when I've done it, 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 like your whole body's like this feels awkward or weird or uncomfortable um, or this is silly yeah. or uh, like, I just don't want to do it. And if you don't have sort of either a group to encourage you or a leader or teacher to encourage Kinda you, like then. I like a personal
1: trainer. You it know, is. It's very trainer, much. Like, oh, keep going. And you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yes.
0: No, it's still <laughs> true. But when you know, when I continue and come out the other side, uh it feels absolutely phenomenal. Um yeah it's like your whole inner being has had a wonderful shower and you're re-energized yeah. and you just feel um it's tremendous. Yeah really yeah. tremendous and so I think
1: it's important to feel safe.
0: Mm-hmm. To yeah. feel
1: safe to go deep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's great when you find somebody that can hold space for you mm-hmm. and can go Deeper with you. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And then I guess the second question, which I already alluded to, but was uh, you know, if someone uh, doesn't prefer, doesn't find them feel like they're very spiritual, maybe they just feel extremely practical, maybe that's just their personality or what they prefer, or, um, you know, how can how can they utilize some of these techniques even if they're not making it part of a spiritual practice and but in a way that can help and heal
1: yeah um sometimes we can just change the words and not use yeah. the spiritual uh because i always say like when we're talking about emotions what is emotion <laughs> you know we don't see them right Heal right. them yeah like i said it, Emotion is an energy in motion. Mm -hmm. So when we're talking about spirituality, we're also not seeing anything. Well, some people Mm -hmm. see, but essentially it's just a belief. It's just something that you feel. It's just something Mm -hmm. that you know. So, and the breath is the same thing because um, in Latin, breath means a spirit. Mm -hmm. And the way I see it is, we don't see air like we don't know exactly what we're breathing but we right. just believe it right which it. it's like something that is happening all the time even when we are asleep or unconscious mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so if anybody's is skeptic skeptical about the word spiritual or they don't necessarily feel like they are spiritual they mm-hmm. can just say i'm gonna deal with my emotions i'm gonna mm-hmm them and I'm going to take mm-hmm. care of them and the breath is really nothing spiritual it's like it is a spiritual and it's also right
0: very
1: <laughs> right. right well
0: I think there's a lot of um, interdefinition there and I think I think it actually can clearly open paths for some people in in both directions really because um so much is is just you know the etymology, the linguistics <laughs> the definitions um and how we all perceive things differently. So, um, you know, what might be a spiritual release for some person could be, you know, a, just an emotionally release for another, it might even be the same. So it's kind of, I always, in, I like to try to keep an open mind and just kind of have a feeling for finding what works for me, because I know everything works differently for everyone. It's not one size fits all. Um, yeah. but I think these techniques that you're talking about, um, you know, whether it's with the breath and meditation, um, clearing that heart space, um, getting, uh, you know, uh, as we wrap up, let me ask you this, when you're clearing that heart space, you're kind of getting unstuck, uh, what is sort of the objective that you're looking for? Is it for more self-love? Is it for a sense of calm? Is it many things? Or what? What is sort of the um, what is the desired outcome? I guess.
1: Yeah. Um, just just touching on on what you were saying about it doesn't work for for everybody. It's absolutely true. It's like. I say this all the time, it's like meditation might not work for you and that's okay. <laughs> yeah. You can find another way to practice mindfulness. You can go for a walk in the park, you can go for a hike and that can be your spiritual practice, mm-hmm. right? When you're present, uh, you can just breathe for a little bit in the morning. That can be your practice. So I always tell people to keep an open mind and try different things and find what works for you because like you said, it's not that one thing will will work for everybody. Otherwise we would know what works for everybody. <laughs> right?
0: right. I know. Right. <laughs> there wouldn't yeah. be so many methods and techniques. Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: and so um, I guess there are many, many um, reasons why we, we work on our hearts and open our hearts. I would say the main thing is to, is to love mm-hmm. uh, because I think that is, like our ultimate purpose here on planet earth is to learn love. And I believe that we are love and light. And so when we love ourselves, mm-hmm. we learn to love ourselves. We can love others. We can love everything. Mm-hmm. We essentially, I say that when you're loving yourself, you're loving the whole universe mm-hmm. and you're literally helping the world to heal. Um, mm. That's something that I always say too. Is like we work on ourselves individually, but we are part of the collective. Mm-hmm. So when you when you open your heart, you give, you just emanate light and love. People around you will feel love because that's what you're emanating, and so you're contributing to the healing of the whole world. So I would say in a nutshell, that's, you know, you just want to open your heart so that you can love yourself and you can love others and you can love your life. And it's related to the work you do as well. You can find joy in life in this human experience. It is very hard for you to find joy in this whole human experience if you have a heart that's closed and if you're not loving yourself.
0: Absolutely. Um, Well, I couldn't have summed that up better myself. That's absolutely beautiful. I just love that Um, in healing yourself, the idea of in healing yourself, you're also bringing healing to the world, which is just fantastic and connecting to joy, connecting to that network of joy, maybe even the whole universe network of joy, right? Um, Well, thank you so much, Will. This has been just wonderful. Um, It's such a pleasure to have you here. I always just love your energy and your heart. Um, What's the best website for people to reach you if they wanna look up more about you and your work?
1: Well, thank you so much, Anne, for having me. It was a pleasure. Um, always a pleasure to connect with you. Uh, my website is my name. So it's okay. willcaminata.com. And people can find me on socials with my name, too. So
0: Okay. And can, and um, we'll put that also in the notes so that if anyone wants to see the link, they can find it there and um so and thank you all for joining us here today for this great conversation um i hope you'll check out more of will's work and as always please um like and subscribe to this podcast and um, you can check out more about me on my website and scotland.com Um, at Twitter or Instagram at Anne Scotland, where I um, post every day. And um, my new book, Live for Joy, which you really might want to check out because I think it ties in very well to much of this conversation. You can find that on my website um, or at liveforjoybook.com. Or you can just go straight to Barnes and Noble and search my last name, Scotland, S-C-O-T-T-L-I-N, or the book Live for Joy, and it will pop up. Thank you again for being here. I so look forward to seeing you all next week. And thanks again, Will. I want to hope you all have a joyful day. <laughs> Bye-bye.
1: Bye.